Γεια σας και γεια σου Γιούλη. Γεια σου Έλλης. So today we are at episode 11 and we are going to build our arsenal a little bit. We need to have some more vocabulary. And we have created an episode where we are going to teach you a lot of new words, but we're going to do it in a, in a fun way. Yeah, so I would recommend you to get a pen and a paper. Exactly. And take notes. It's going to be a lot of new words. We're going to teach you some numbers in Greek. We're also going to teach you some nouns, some days of the week, and some important verbs that you need to know. So, let's start. Let's start with the numbers. So it has to be said that learning numbers in a foreign language is usually very boring, except for in Greek, because if you learn numbers in Greek, I don't know why, but like everything makes sense. I find this so much fun to learn numbers in Greek, at least the first 10, because you can link them to so many English words. Yeah, exactly. I think it's the most boring part for me as well. Yeah, same for me. I always avoid that part, to be honest. Me too. So what we're going to do today is we're going to teach you the numbers from 0 to 12. And we're going to link all of the numbers to English words too. So you might actually recognize them and think, hey, I know that word and then memorize it faster. So the first number is 0. In Greek, we say me then. Me then. So this word contains two negative words. The word me which means like don't, when you give an order, you say like, don't speak, mimilas, and the word then. I think you already know the word then, right? Exactly. We already had it in then muaresi, then is the negative word. And me looks like minus in English. So you basically put two negatives together, me, then, and you have zero. Exactly. You create zero. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. The next number is the number one. Do you know the number one, Elise? It's Enna. Enna. Now, the number two is Dio. Dio. Dio sounds like a familiar word, right? Exactly. You can link it to the word duo in English, which also means both. Duolingo. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Duolingo. Wow. (laughs) Duolingo is the most popular app to learn languages. Exactly. I think maybe Duolingo is because it's like you're learning a second language. Probably, maybe. So yeah, number two is Dio. Moving on to number three, Tria. Tria. And with the word Tria, you can think of, for example, a tripod. Because tripod literally is like Tria Podia. Three feet in Greek. I find this so funny. Yeah, it is. It is so funny. And it's the most important tool for my job. And you also can think of the word trilogy, which also comes from tria in Greek. Exactly. Number four. Tessera. Tessera. Tessera, you might know the word tetra. It's also used a lot in, in the English language. It's mostly pronounced as tetra. But that comes from the number four in Greek. And then moving on to number five, which is pede. Pede. You can think of the word Pentecost. 
Pentecost are the 50 days after Easter. So there's a five somewhere in there. In Spanish, it's Pentecostes. It's linked to the number five. So, so far, we've learned the numbers ena, dio, tria, tesera, pede. And the next number is number six. Exi. Exi. Actually, I can't think of a word related to the number six. What about you, Alice? No, me neither. I just want to add a fun fact about the number five. When my flatmate tried to learn the Greek numbers, she couldn't remember the number five. So she linked it with a colleague's name because the sound was very similar and she could recall it more easily. So as we said, the number five in Greek is pede. And my colleague's name is Fede, from Federico. And I thought it was such a creative way to remember new words, right? To link it to names, yeah. So we've already mentioned the number six, exi. And now number seven, epta. Epta. And epta, you can also say efta. Like some people say with an F, some people say it with a P. I've heard both versions. But both are correct. Exactly, both are correct. Number eight, octo. Octo. It's like an octopus because it has eight legs. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Octopus is octo podia. Eight legs. So that's why we call it octopus. Octo. Number nine, enya. Enya. And... Number 10, Deca. Deca. And with this number, you can think of the Decathlon. Exactly, the Olympic game. Yeah, exactly. It's like 10 track and field games that people can participate in. Decathlon. Okay, there are two last numbers. Number 11, Endeca. Endeca. And number 12, Dodeca. Dodeca. So endeka is like ena deka, kind of, like one ten, and dodeka is dio deka, it's two ten. Okay, let's repeat it completely. So, miden, ena, dio, tria, tesera, pede, Exi, epta, octo, enya, deca, edeca, ke, dodeca. I can give you a hint for the next numbers from 13 to 19. We just combine the word 10 plus the extra number. For example, if we want to say 13, we say deca tria, all together, deca tria. And we do that up to the number 19. Then 20 is different. Yeah, exactly. I think numbers are very important, especially when you're talking about time. 
days, months, everything that has to do with time. So moving on to the next part, we're going to talk about nouns. Yeah, exactly. We're going to learn six time-related new words. Three of them are going to be feminine and the next three are going to be masculine words. Let's start with the word for hour. And this word is i ora. I ora. So it has the feminine article. Like most of the times we use in Greek the words with the articles. Ora is the same as the Latin words technically. In Spanish it's also ora. Yeah, in Italian as well. Yeah, exactly. And in English as well it's very similar. We say hour. It's like ora. Exactly. So, i ora. Mm-hmm. I ora. The next feminine word is i mera. I mera. Mera means day. Mera is day. I mera. And the last feminine word is the word for week. So, seven days is one week. And the word for week is i evdomada. Oh, that's a long word. I'm going to say it slowly for the audience. Okay. <laughs> so it's i evdomada. Mm-hmm. I evdomada. Correct. I evdomada. 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 So when a word is difficult for you to pronounce, you can split it into parts. For example, you can break it down into four parts. Ev, do, ma, da. Try to say it slowly and then you can pair, like you can put the two parts together and the other two parts together. Ev, do, ma, da. And then you can try to pronounce it all together. Evdomada. Yeah. And for those of you who have paid very close attention to the numbers, you might recognize the number seven, epta or efta, in evdomada. It's actually in the word seven. Because a week has seven days. I just wanted to mention also that this e, we always hear in the very beginning of the word, is the article. I ora, i mera, i evdomada. I ora, i mera, i evdomada. So that's it with the feminine words. Now, masculine words. The first masculine word is o minas. O minas. The month. Exactly. It starts with the same letter as the word month. Mm-hmm. So it's easy to remember. O minas. The letter O in the beginning of the word, it's the article. And we use the letter O with masculine words. Yeah. O minas. Mm-hmm. O minas. Then it's the word for year. O chronos. O chronos. So if you've noticed a 
pattern we're teaching the words like hour day week month year so it's chronological order these words but you use them so much in planning and these definitely you need them at the most important words and the last masculine word is o queros o queros o queros is the weather but we also use it when we want to form the question how long it's kind of both mean meanings it's both the weather but it could also be time in a sense of how long have you been doing something but we'll get to that part i'm gonna repeat it for now what we've seen so far so we've had the hour e hora the day e mera the week e evdomada the month o minas the year o chronos and the weather or the time o queros okay yeah that's right the next part is the days of the week in english they have to do with planets so we say saturday like saturn or sunday like sun in greek the days of the week they have to do with the numbers so it's like second third fourth fifth we are not going to get into details with the days of the week but we are going to drop a video that i've created and i have everything there in detail and i was thinking that it would be nice to just talk about two days of the week saturday sunday because are the most fun days exactly we realized it might be really boring to learn these seven days of the week in this podcast episode so that's why we came up with the idea to only do saturday and sunday and link the video that yuli just mentioned in the description box so you can learn the days of the week in that video so the word for saturday is to sabato to sabato mm-hmm. sabato it's not a greek word it's the only non-greek word between the days of the week and it comes from hebrew and sabbath i think in hebrew they say sabbath for saturday And the word for Sunday is I Kiriaki. I Kiriaki. Kiriaki, it's also a girl's name. I have a friend. Oh, really? Yeah. And my cousin's name is Kiriakos, which is like the masculine. <laughs> I didn't know that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Kiriaki. I love it. Now, if you want to create the word weekend, we just need to put these two words together and that's it. There you go. You have it. <laughs> Sabato Kiriako. <laughs> Sabato Kiriako. And notice that Sabato Kiriako ends with O and Kiriaki ends with E. So that's a very important difference you should notice that if you want to say the word Sunday, it's a feminine word. So it ends with I, I Kiriaki, and Savato Kiriako is a neutral word. So it's to 
Sabatokiriako. Mm-hmm. To Sabatokiriako. When I realized that Sabato Kiriako is like literally like Saturday, Sunday, like the word for weekend is Saturday, Sunday attached to each other. I find that so funny. I don't know why. Yeah, it is actually, it is funny. And it's also funny to think of the word weekend. It's like the end of the week. Yeah, that's also something I never thought about. That's what yeah. I then later realized. Like, yeah, in English, it's also funny. <laughs> yeah, I love I love etymology so much. Me too. Just realizing things, you know. <laughs> so shall we repeat these two words? Yeah, exactly. Let's repeat them. To sabato. To sabato. I kiriaki. Kiriaki. And sabato is also used in more languages, but like you already mentioned, it's mostly pronounced sabato with a B. So watch that, that in Greek it's not a B, but it's more like a V. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And weekend, the word for weekend is to sabato kiriako. To sabato kiriako. It's a mouthful to say this, like seriously. Yeah, you know what? <laughs> I've heard many students to complain about Greek because the words are so long. And <laughs> I'm always saying that if a word is long in Greek, it's a compound word and it always makes sense. So, mm-hmm. you know, like if you're a beginner and you're like, okay, I'm going to skip all the days of the week. I'm going to just go straight to weekend. And I'm going to learn the word for weekend. You're going to have like, we say in Greek, like um, sidirodromo, like a railway, like a, like a huge word. And you're like, what's this? Sabato Kiriako, it's a huge word. But it's actually two words together. Yeah, but it really gets easier with the long words. It's you have to learn them once. Once you know them, it's and it's the new normal. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Now, two important words that they have to do with the time is the word for morning and the word for evening. So the word for morning is to proi. To proi. Mm-hmm. And the word for evening is to vradi. To vradi. Mm-hmm. Maybe the word vradi, it's a little bit more difficult to pronounce. Mm-hmm. But it's like a V sound, vra, and like a softer D sound at the very end. Vi, vradi. Okay. I'm trying to look at how you're pronouncing, <laughs> how you're placing <laughs> your tongue. But if you pronounce the D, you place your tongue between your teeth. So it's like the mm-hmm. softer D that we already mentioned. <laughs> to yeah. vradi. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. Okay. That's correct, Alice. Well done. Okay. Here's a small tip. If you just add at the very end, no, so pro y no, Vradino, you create straight away the meal of the day. <laughs> so, what you eat in the morning is breakfast, proino, and what you're having in the evening is dinner, vradino. So, the word morning is proi, breakfast, proino, mm-hmm. 
evening, vradi, dinner, vradi no. I love this. It's so simple. Mm -hmm. <laughs> There is this very misleading saying that it's all Greek to me, but it's not true. No, like Greek makes sense in a lot of cases, though. There's There are more words that really make sense that you can link to English a lot. In the end, so many words come from Greek in so many languages, and that's what makes Greek or learning Greek so interesting. Now, the last part of this episode will be verbs. Because if we don't have verbs, we don't have action. And we need some action. <laughs> exactly. Learning verbs, you just need in the beginning. Like so many verbs, I think, are so important to know, to form sentences. Yeah, I agree. So the first verb is the word for stay or leave. And that's the word meno. 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 For example, I live in Greece. Meno stin elada. Mm -hmm. So it's a live. Because I think you said leave. Ah, yeah? Did I? Live and leave. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> That's... Well, Greeks and pronouncing vowels in general. It's okay. <laughs> yeah, sometimes I elongate E and sometimes I don't. And I'm not quite sure when to do it. So, yeah, in this case is to live. <laughs> Well, I'm also not a native English speaker, but Dutch looks a lot more like English vowel-wise. <laughs> so I hope I get it right. But to live in a house. So it's meno. Mm -hmm. Meno. The next verb, the second part is meno again, but the first part is peri. Perimeno. Perimeno means to wait. So we have meno, perimeno. Mm -hmm. Meno, perimeno. Meno, perimeno. For example, perimeno, the bus. Yeah, exactly. And the word meno means to live, but it also means to stay, to mm -hmm. stay somewhere. Mm -hmm. The next verb is the verb to watch. Vlepo. Vlepo. For example, vlepo TV. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> we never say that. We never say Vlepo TV. No, you have a word, but we'll get there. <laughs> Otherwise, it's going to be too many words. You know what? That was what I was doing in the very beginning with Italian. I was just mixing up English and Italian together. And I was just replacing the words I knew in Italian with Italian words. And the words I didn't know, I was just saying them in English. And I was just creating this confusing sentences but that was a way for me to understand my progress because then progressively I was starting to replace more and more words in my sentence with Italian words and then at some point I created my first Italian sentence and I was so proud of myself I was like I did it exactly you can slowly get there so we can add some Greeklish in this podcast too it's fine so yeah vlepo to watch Or to see as well. Yeah, so we've had meno, perimeno, vlepo. And then we'll do two more. Mm -hmm. The next one is when you want to express your opinion. Like, I think. And this word is nomizo. Nomizo. Mm -hmm. And the last word is the word for to know. 
Ja. Xero. Xero. Mm-hmm. And if you know the word xero and you know the negative word then that we've already had before, you can already say, I don't know, the xero. The xero, mm-hmm. Yuli. <laughs> yeah, in the beginning of our lessons, this was the favorite phrase of Alice. She was always saying, the xero. <laughs> the xero. It's very useful. So memorize it. And if you're like in an emergency, you just say the xero. And like, you don't have to answer. You don't have to think. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's true. The xero. <laughs> so yeah, that's all for today. We completed the lesson. Oh, and another thing, if you want to say, yeah, I know that as a confirmation, you just have to add the word to before it. Toxero. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I That's know right. that. Toxero. We completed the learning part and we're moving on with our usual quiz. <laughs> Yay. So I'm going to ask Alice uh, some of the words and yeah. You can try to guess them along with her. Yeah, I want to mention that we covered a lot of vocabulary. So if you don't memorize them straight away, don't worry about this, but you will get there. (laughs) Alice, do you remember the word for week? It's eftomada. And what's the word for minas? In English. It means month. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's right. Do you remember how do we say in Greek weekend? Yes, it's Sabatokiriako. Mm -hmm. Sabatokiriako. What about numbers? How can we say seven in Greek? Epta. Epta. What about zero? Me then. That's right. Do you remember the word for to wait? Perimeno. And the last one? How can we translate the word xero in English? To know. Correct. Well done, Elise. So now it's up to you guys to learn these words because they're going to be very useful for future episodes when we are going to create sentences with them too. And especially if you want to schedule things or make plans with people, it's very nice to know. Before we finish with this episode, I have a question for you that we're going to answer in the next episode. So my question is about the nouns, feminine and masculine nouns. As I said, there were three nouns, the, the word ora, mera, and evdomada, that are all feminine. And the next three words the word minas, chronos, and keros are masculine words. So my question is, how can you actually say that one word is feminine 
And another word is masculine. Like, how can you recognize if a word is masculine or feminine? We will let you know in the next episode, but you can try to guess it yourself. Take a close look at these words and see if you can recognize a pattern. So yeah, that's it for today. Uh, we'll see you in the next one. See you next episode. Yasu, yasas. Bye.